see that some people root um, Halloween in the, the pagan ritual that the Celtics kept, be that there's no record, there's been a lot of read in, conjecture added, mystery surrounding, things like that. So as to say that Halloween is demonic actually is a degree unfounded. It's just been projected. That's where I started to make my, that was probably the catalyst to my shift. What do we say, fam? Welcome to Simplexity. Little podcast where we take seemingly complex matters or or matters that people make complex. And we attempt to make them plain and simple, largely because we see them as simple, don't we, Boots? We do. I do. You just kind of tipped your hand <laughs> on <laughs> I, 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 your, your frustration <laughs> with this topic. I think you're right. But this topic, be that, we find ourselves... Uh, when our viewers and listeners are listening to this, they find themselves uh, likely, well, they could listen at a later date. Nevertheless, this is October the 31st, also known as Halloween. Well, we're, this is the day before. <laughs> we're releasing the day before Halloween. Oh, I'm sorry. Because Halloween falls on a Tuesday, right? Oh, you're right. Yeah. It, and it always does, does it not? What? No, it actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. What, what is it, Thanksgiving? <laughs> That's Thursday. Man, we're all messed up today. <laughs> you know why I said that is because I was reading an article written in 2022 where it was speaking of Halloween being one Tuesday. And so I'm sorry. Listen. So it was last year, too, on a Tuesday? Yes. Actually, can we fact check that? Fact check it. That is why I thought... 2022. It was a Monday. <laughs> hey, hey, that would logically make sense. Hey, listen, uh, if, you're, if you're wondering about our credibility, you want to start over? <laughs> it's gone out the window at this yeah, point. Sure. Hey, let's just have a conversation. That's right. That's right. That's all we're trying to do here. That's it. Well, let me ask you this. We tackle a wide range of topics. Yes, we do. Those that we think could use some perhaps simplifying. Why is this one pertinent in our context? Mm, I'll tell you why. That's a wonderful question and a wonderful setup. Reason being is because um, we find ourselves in a church context. Mm -hmm. And a church context has uh, a diversity of views around uh, many different questions. This question being Halloween, should it be celebrated by Christians or should it be opposed and... Uh, and shunned by Christians, that has ever since I've been in the church, mm -hmm. and that is from I was a wee little man. <laughs> wee little man was he. Named um, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Lived in a sycamore tree. <laughs> um, live in the tree. <laughs> no, he climbed up in it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, the, the question around Halloween has been as old as I am, and I know predates me by many, many years, wondering, should Christians partake of, mm -hmm. should moms and dads lead their sons, daughters around the neighborhood, trick-or-treating, and on and on and on. And um, I, I think, actually, it was only uh, in the decade past, actually two decades past, somewhere in the latter part of the 80s, early 90s, is when churches really started to um, promote 
the alternative to trick-or-treating, which was uh, a corporate gathering that they called trunk or treating mm-hmm. so that wasn't until the early 90s of which i remember me being a young whippersnapper um uh would hear about and um actually i wasn't that young then um i graduated in 95 or i was supposed to graduate in mm-hmm. 95 bits um and so it's been a long discussion and a controversial one nonetheless yeah and it's but it, to answer your question, sorry, not to mean to cut you off. No, you're good. But to answer your question, um, why, why is this a complex matter or needing simplified? Because in a church context, there is a ton of views. Take this conversation outside into the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, you're, you're arguing about what? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, that's, I mean, that's not necessarily our barometer for whether something is worth discussing or not. Sure. But... It is a particularly um, aggressive conversation at times. People have strong views in both directions. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we figured, why not add to the noise? Now, we figured it could be helpful because there are a lot of people at Lighthouse Church who have questions and legitimate questions of, they just, let's not frame it as like, they're crazy for having questions. That's right. They want to know. Is this the right way to lead my family? Amen. Is this okay? I wanna, I wanna be separate from the world, yep. but but also, you know, is is it okay to to carve a pumpkin? You know, yes. is that inviting something into my home? Right. Um, is it okay to to let kids go around and, and trick or treat? So all all that stuff, those are legitimate questions. People have strong views on both sides. Yeah. Um, and so, let's get into it, shall we? And, and just to lend some credence to, to the noise, um, I, I will say from the onset that when I got out of Bible college and, um, and Ruth uh, at the time had friends, we had friends that already had kids. So this, this mm-hmm. was pre-Asher showing up on the scene, and <laughs> Lucia. I love that framing. <laughs> it's like Asher just showed up on the scene. The stork dropped them yeah. off and we got them. Um, before all of that, um, we had friends that would, you know, fire pit in the front yard, and and then we would walk with them around their neighborhood that was very, very festive. Or, or rather, rather, actually, that's not what we did. We were invited to, hmm. and I was completely opposed to it. I had told Ruth, you know, this is where I land on it. I hmm. have a conviction about it. I don't believe that we should be part of it. I really... Um, it, it, it was really something that I, I was willing to fight for okay. with all the reasons and yada, yada, yada. Yet, yet, here I am. <laughs> here I am now. Decades removed from that of where I have a completely different view of it. You've and flip-flopped. I've flip-flopped. I'm duplicitous. <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> I have, uh, yes, I have turned my, my perspective on that Wherein now, um, uh, we take the kids and, you know, hey, we got neighbors and we, I, don't, I don't like to walk a lot. So I, I am completely opposed to that. So I'm the guy sitting giving the candy. Nevertheless, I just want everybody to be aware that uh, Pastor Sammy has, uh, he has switched his, his perspective. Okay. Let's go. All right. Well, let's delve into 
your former opinion yes. and how you got there. Because I think that's probably where a lot of people lie in, in the frustration. Yes. Um, so what led you to that point where you were willing to stake your claim and say, no, I'm not going to be part of this? Totally. Um, number one, I, I felt a deep conviction that I did not want to promote anything that either was unclear or that unclear in... And it has the optics of being rooted as many articles that you'll read, whether that be, and there are some that I would really like to encourage our readers to listen to, whether that be from the Gospel Coalition or Together for the Gospel, um, that really do, in their estimate, they boil it down to a matter of conscience. Mm-hmm. That really, they do not take a hard line one way or the other. They just do a very thorough job of unpacking. Here's both sides that have astute, diligent perspectives, not just feelings. Okay. Me, my perspective was rooted biblically. Um, uh, you know, First Corinthians 10 says, you cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. For me, that was, that was a clear line for me. Listen, if All Saints Day and or Sanheim, the, the, the early roots of Halloween, uh, were rooted in what was pagan ritual or pagan roots, way back then, which I've come to find there have been a ton of discussion around the accuracy of that. For me, just hearing that created, that was, that was enough that you cannot, you cannot partake of walking in the principles, precepts of the Lord, walking upright, and then at the same time dabbling in what has demonic roots. That just felt like a very sort of contradictory practice. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was things like that. It was also largely my upbringing. I went to uh, a charismatic church of where they would preach from the pulpit, you know, about um, moms and dads with, with, withholding, sort of succumbing to the, the Halloween pressure and taking their kids trick-or-treating. I remember that. Then I went to a charismatic Bible college of which they themselves were outspoken about the demonic roots of Halloween, All Saints Day, yada, yada, yada. And so that forged something in me. Mm-hmm. And then other scriptures. Um, uh, Ephesians 5, Paul says, Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. So I was also the guy that was like, Ruth, I need to, I need to wash you in the water of the word. Mm-hmm. And I need to show you that this isn't right. Even as jovial and as light fair and as easy as it is, I mean, I was pretty adamant about it. And that's because, um, that's because at the time I did have a conviction, while at the same time I felt like I had a firm perspective. That is why I took that view. Very fair and very reasonable. Um, so ha- you having said all of that, I think it would be helpful to get into um, some of the roots that you mentioned, whether that's Samhine or All Saints Day, because in my research of Halloween leading up to this episode, I learned quite a bit about both of those yeah. events. So do you want to weigh into... No, I want you to tease it out, and I want you to make it dummy-proof. So Because there's a lot of people that I think just take an opinion, yet they don't understand the... Historicity, historicity of this argument, and so that is a word, right? Right back. Well, you know, I, I'm sure it is. Okay, <laughs> don't be sure. <laughs> I make up a lot of words, but 
I, I do think that there are just some clear benchmarks for the roots of Halloween. I'd like you to walk us through that. Okay. So the first one <clears throat> is the accusation that Sam Hine is a, as you said, pagan demonic festival. Yes. Um, that it was originally to celebrate the culmination of the end of the harvest season. Yep. Um, and so you had all the, all the animals slaughtered, all the vats filled, everything like that. You were ready, and then you could essentially move into the next season of the long winter. Right. And that was kicked off with a pagan festival. Um, however, the accusation is that that pagan festival was also um, religious in nature or right. demonic in nature. Because you hear the word pagan, and you're immediately thinking... Ghost goblins and witches. Right? Yes, um, but pagan. That j- it it doesn't necessarily mean that. It just means that it wasn't Christian. Right. So you have pagans. Yeah. Um, who aren't necessarily religious, but they're celebrating a a festival based off of their harvest schedule. Yes. Um. But but you would argue that though they were not religious, they were still spiritual. Um, I'm sure many of them were, but, but the, the festival <laughs> itself, based off the research I did, yeah. you, you don't see anything, um, that lends it, that lends you to believe that the festival was religious in nature. Okay. A All lot right. of people will say that. Yeah. But, okay. but the, the texts that predate that predate our time right. or the medieval time. Yeah. Um, the Celtic. Yeah. Which was made a practice of keeping no record. So that's why there's a lot of conjecture and a lot of speculation. Absolutely. And so people take the speculation. They're like, well, yeah, they were demons. It Absolutely. was a demon holiday. Well, not necessarily. Right. Um, I'm now a demon apologist, apparently. <laughs> You're doing a bang up job yeah. at it. Too. Okay. So this that that's that's one aspect of it. People will say, well, that that was its origins, it's a pagan origin, so we don't want to have anything to do with it. Make what you will of that. But I want to move to All Saints Day because I think that this is really exciting and I didn't even know yeah. about yeah, yeah. this. Yeah, let's go. Let's so go. in the early church, <clears throat> um, when Christians would be martyred, killed for their faith the early church had a tradition of celebrating their death mm. and not in like a weird, thank goodness they're dead, but in a, they stood faithful. Yep. They didn't recant. They followed Jesus until the end. And it made, they made a point to when that day would come around right. the following year, the following several years after they would celebrate their martyrdom. Right. And their legacy. Um, to such a point that it was almost like to stand up against the, at the time it was the Roman emperors who were killing them off. But it was to say, we'll, we'll even celebrate our, our deaths. Yes. We're, we're not afraid of you. We're, we're on the winning team. Mm. Um, and it was a way to remem- remember their, their brothers and their sisters. And so you would have individual cases of martyrdom, deaths being celebrated, anniversaries, that kind of thing. Um, and as more believers were killed, the days would kind of pile up. 
and you also had other regions celebrating the deaths of martyrs in other regions. And so at, at some point these days, it was a lot. Right. <laughs> and totally. so they were brought under one day, All Saints Day, right, to celebrate not just martyrs, but then also just saints who had passed. Yep. So it was a day to commemorate the deaths of martyrs and the de- and the deaths of important saints. Okay. Um, and that was on November 1st. So now we have Hallowed Eve or yep. Halloween, which is October 31st. This that was just the the almost the Christmas Eve to All Precursor. Saints Day. Absolutely. So we celebrate Christmas Eve but then we celebrate Christmas Day. Right. This was the same thing. So I had no idea that All Saints Day was a thing, but that's essentially what we're celebrating. And I think that's a really important aspect to, listen, yeah, the reason why death is such a theme when it comes to Halloween is not necessarily because of ghosts and goblins. It's because we're remembering, or at least we were. Yeah. We don't know our history, but we were celebrating saints who came before us. That's right. And that's a big deal. Absolutely. And I, you know, and, and to your point, if, if, if the listener viewer hasn't, hasn't understood up until this point, do know it is, when it comes to this matter of Halloween and the convictions therein, uh, it is very complex. Why? Yeah. Because yeah. there are a lot of ingredients in it, or a lot of competing factors, that being All Saints Day, that being Hallowed Eve, that be Sam Heim, that be, um, um, you know, the, the reason that I made the statement about the, the spirituality of it is because the reason that it was at the end of fall, beginning of winter, is that spiritually was thought to be where the veil between the the dead and the alive was the thinnest. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it was cold. And because the fall was ending, the winter was was beginning. I I, I actually sort of believe that. <laughs> I hate the cold. <laughs> it is very thin out there, yeah. and it's um, it's a thin place. It's a thin place. Nevertheless, all of those there are disparaging views in all of those, and and be that some people root um, Halloween in the the pagan ritual that the Celtics kept be that there's no record, there's been a lot of read in, conjecture yeah. added, mystery surrounding, things like that. So as to say that Halloween is demonic actually is a degree unfounded. Mm-hmm. It's just been projected. Mm-hmm. That's where I started to make my, that was probably the catalyst to my shift. Yeah. Not, not the full reason, but I just started to realize, I just read this little book, it was commended by John Piper, all about Halloween. And I came to found that actually you could make the argument that Halloween is far more Christian than it is demonic yeah. because of All Saints Day. Hence, uh, yeah. and, and so you're saying. So you have people who not only, you know, no one's doing this on purpose, but it's what you hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you either read it online or somebody, somebody yells at you on Facebook about it, and it's like, well, I don't know, I guess... I guess that's true. Right. Um, but there's conjecture about the origins. Yep. And then there's a disregard, frankly, of the historicity of, of All Saints Thank Day. You, um, so when you have both of those ingredients, and then you take, <laughs> as you just, 
he's trick-or-treating on the set here. <laughs> um, you take both of those ingredients and then you, you choose to celebrate in the worst possible way. Like, let's not conflate walking around dressed up as Superman with, you know, the debauchery and, and the true evil that can happen on that day. And that does happen on that day because, right. because people choose to exploit it. You look at, you look at Christmas. <laughs> so let's talk about Christmas for let's a second. Um, Aramis, <laughs> who's our middle school coordinator, he hates Christmas. And he and I go back and forth about this. Ooh. He doesn't hate what it, what it Ooh, means. Threw him right into the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and well, he'll get a chance to <laughs> combat me. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't. Ha- he doesn't hate. Obviously, what just it- without an audience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. No, he's gonna. He's gonna. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh, sorry, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Little tease there. Um, he doesn't hate what Christmas represents, obviously, because he's a Christian. But right. he hates the um, the mishandling of the celebration of the holiday. Okay, so I he get it. hates the what he calls overly materialistic. Yep, yep. You know, people feeling compelled to buy something. The the way that people act crazy around that time of year. All of which I agree with. Yep. Um, but that is to say, okay. Just because some people um, don't celebrate the right way, right, and maybe they don't even know what Christmas means, and so of course they're not celebrating the coming of King Jesus, um, that doesn't undermine my ability to celebrate it properly or to observe it properly in That's the case right. of Halloween. Okay, yeah, some people abuse it. Some people do awful things, and they go to parties, and they act a fool, and, you know, in extreme examples... They're pagan wannabes, and so they do really evil stuff. Right. And, um, yeah, they can do that. But I can still I can still look at the legacy of where it came from and and celebrate it or observe it properly by... Right. by inst- okay. Okay, so, so uh, okay. You, you, Here we you, go. You got me, you got my juices flowing. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the, the devil's advocate You're on gonna this. You're going to defend the devil? <laughs> As we talk about (laughs) Halloween. (laughs) Totally. Um, Here we go. Just as an aside, do you believe that all M&Ms taste equal? Because I can't stand blue ones. I'm sorry. I think they do taste the same. I I couldn't disagree with you. Could you mix those up then and then tell me which one's blue without looking? I think I can. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Let's just not do it today. Let's do it offline. But I don't like blue ones, and I think they should omit them. I love the blue ones because it's my favorite color. Mm, that's a terrible blue, too. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Go back, please. Okay. <laughs> so uh, let's let's get back to it. You say that, a- amen, amen. So when it, came, it comes to Christmas, there should be a right way to observe. Certainly as believers, followers of Jesus, we should, it, we should observe this is the... the the, the birth of Jesus, this is the divine holy moment that, that the heavens provided us, our, our atonement, and the, the spotless lamb came, peace, all of that. And we're going to recognize that. We're going to recognize that. While at the same time, we're going to partake in buying our children gifts. We're going we're gonna to dangle wreaths and lights and the whole nine yards, all of which I'm about, totally but you, about. But you won't make it about that. Okay. That's part of the celebration. You, you, you are working with me. Okay. 
But you say when it comes to Halloween mm-hmm. that you can then celebrate it understanding its roots while at the same time the posture of your heart being pure because you are not misappropriating it. Yeah. Okay? How do you do that as a, as, as a believer <clears throat> when you're still going to dress your kids up in a costume and go trick-or-treating? Mm-hmm. This is the consternation. I understand that you know where the origin lies in All Saints Day and that, hey, it did have a, a, a Christian root to it. But how do you support that while at the same time playing along with mm-hmm. trick-or-treating, giving candy out, you know, putting a lantern or carving pumpkins? The two feel somewhat mutually exclusive. Do you think they're mutually exclusive? Like, I, So I guess the way that I frame it is... As, as I've already stated in this episode, let the record show, <laughs> um, I didn't know that that's what, it, that's, that's what it meant or that was its upbringing or oh. origins. So you're just coming to the realization. Of, I am, but, but I'm, okay. still, I'm still saying when, when you're a kid especially, mm-hmm. I think that you can, you can partake in fun without necessarily knowing exactly what it means. Okay. I think that there are some passive elements of observing Halloween that can do some unspoken discipling, if that makes sense. And this is gonna right. get this is gonna get theoretical and abstract real quick. So I'm, I'm gonna here try for it. Okay. I don't I don't know if anyone else is, but <laughs> Mike, Mike you tracking? Becca? I'm tracking. All right, buckle up. <laughs> We live in a very naturalistic society. Uh-huh. What I mean by that is very, we're very science-based. Science, science right. Um, it's got to make sense. got to be rational. got to be reasonable. Part of the fun of Halloween is the spooky nature, the supernatural nature, the it hints at in... Some innocent ways, some uninnocent ways. Okay. That there is something else besides the natural realm. Can we agree on that? I certainly can. The parent's job is to take that reality that, hey, out of 365 days where we're, we're naturalistic and scientific and enlightened and... This is how the Western world thinks, and we're very analytical and all that. 364 days, that's our, that's our realm. Right. One day a year, we start to wade into the supernatural or the, hmm, there's, there's something else out there. A parent can take that and say, although we don't necessarily agree with everything that the world would say, there is another realm. Mm-hmm. We just believe that we're on the winning side. We believe that Jesus has power over the unseen realm. So I think that it's a more effective strategy to wade into some of that, whether it's all explicitly mentioned or not, rather than retreating from it and, well, we're not going to go into that at all. I think it's a teaching opportunity. There's, there's parts of that that I will agree with. Okay. I like this discussion. Yeah. Very much. We don't disagree often. <laughs> no. 
there's parts of that that I would agree with. There's parts of that that, that sound very idealistic. And here, here's why. Here's why. Because I'm going to go back to my original point. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do believe that you can use Halloween as a teaching moment to sort of make your kids aware of the unseen realm, the spiritual world, that this isn't a battle between flesh and blood, but the principalities, powers, rulers of this dark age. There's also the angelic host and on and on and on. I, amen. Amen. However, there is a bit of a, a collision of messages that is very hard to reconcile when you're coaching your children in that vein of thought, mm-hmm. while at the same time dressing them up in costumes, somewhat not advocating for, but playing along with spooky. That's where people get into their, that's, that's where the conviction, Beck, do you understand what I'm trying to say to a degree? You don't. <laughs> like, I have no, no up, idea. What no. I'm saying is you can talk to your kids in the redemptive aspect and a redemptive reason for, hey, there is the unseen realm and the spiritual world, but you somewhat are playing along with the darkness of Halloween when you're, when you're, you know, uh, you know, the reason that, that you know, Sanheim they would, they would dress in costumes, and even in medieval times, they would dress in costumes, is because they did not want the dark spirits to recognize them so as not to possess them or haunt them. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to keep themselves veiled. That's why, that's the origin of the, the costume, if you will. In, in this, it feels like a contradiction to speak to the redemptive aspect while at the same time dressing them up in costumes, playing along with the darkness of it. So I I, I hear you on that. Okay. Um, And I'm just saying that as as a parent. Yeah. As a parent, that's why I don't know if that argument is the one worth dying, the hill worth dying on. Yeah. And maybe we won't, land on (laughs) worth dying on um i guess my contention is if you choose to retreat from it like let's say your kid wants to dress up as superman and walk around the neighborhood with uh their friends yes and get free candy yes if you choose to separate them from that you have to give a reason, right? One hundred. So at that point, it is a teaching moment. You better you're, believe. You're it. telling them, okay, all of my friends are doing this. Why can't I? One hundred percent. Valid question. We're tracking. So then, then you've committed. It's not a passive thing anymore. You are committing. To, you're teaching them something. Yes. So at that point, what are you teaching them? To 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 with to. to to, you are in the world, not of the world. So you, but but so you it's cannot, better to pull out of the world. It's better to pull out of the world, and, right? And the way that we do that is by not having fun. Absolutely, couldn't agree with you more. So and that's the so position here, that I thought I would take. Yeah, yeah. And and, and, and I let, felt very firm in it. Go ahead. And I know that we just probably riled up some. What do you mean not having fun? Like, let's not conflate everything. Yep. yep. So, listener. Would you legitimately say that your child, and I'm not a parent, so I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot yeah, arrows yeah, at You're me. working on thin ice here. Here we go. I, I know, like I, it. Go I, out there. <laughs> go out there. Do, do we really want to say 
that dressing up as Superman and walking around and, and getting candy is the same thing as dressing up as a, a bloody, gory horror movie character and walking around and getting candy. It's not the same, I don't think. That's exactly right. I think one, to your point, is, is celebrating... Is un- innocent. Innocent? Innocent, albeit maybe not as instructive as could be. Mm-hmm. Um, the other is, is celebrating a really dark theme. That's correct. Apart from an instructive nature. Like, you can celebrate dark themes. Like, here's an example. Okay. I like it. And I don't know what you're going to think about this, but at Liberty, um, where, I went, where I went to college, um, they did this thing called Scaremare. Mm-mm. And that was basically. <laughs> hold hold on, Becca. Becca's <laughs> nervous. Like, Scaremare. <laughs> it was this haunted trail. Man, you're gonna hate this, but it was this haunted trail, and everybody loved it. You had the whole community would come out. They'd run it for the whole month of October. Mm. The whole community would come out. Lines in this field. Um, it was always the thing to go to, like for. Liberty students. I went every year. Um, it was it was something was it put you put on by Liberty. Yeah. Oh my. And so it was put on by Liberty. You go through this this scary, you know, bunch of scare mare, scare mare, <laughs> putting the scare and scare mare. <laughs> uh, you go through this whole trail and this whole haunted house thing, and then at the end, here's where they get you. Oh Jesus. They break out into these little. Essentially, Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames. Kind of. Really? It was like a witnessing opportunity. And huh. Aramis, you're going to love this. <laughs> I hope you're still listening because he's big on uh, witnessing and yes. uh, sharing the gospel. We love you. Um, you would go through this whole thing and then everybody, you'd break out into these small groups in this big room. And the, the, the people, it was typically like people in the pastoral leadership program. And they needed it for credits. And they'd be like, as you guys know, death was a major theme here and, and how we're all scared to die. And, you know, you were probably a little bit afraid. How about, you know, any scary moments? Like that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And then they would give a gospel presentation. Huh. Now, say what you will about whether that's cheesy okay. or corny. And, oh, you know, you, we would probably find common ground there. But I believe it was effective. Okay. Um. I mean, they did it for decades. They've done it for decades at this point. All that to say, (laughs) you can celebrate or at least observe dark themes, right? death even, All Saints Day, observing the death of of these martyrs. And if you can weigh it out properly, Mm. it can be a teaching moment. So I agree with that. So all I'm saying is, we cannot conflate every single celebration or manifestation or methodology of observing Halloween and just broad brush check it off the same. The kid who's dressed up as Superman, Superman is not the same as the college student who's going to a party and doing all sorts of evil things, cannot be compared to the pagan who's trying to do rituals and cast spells, cannot be compared to X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Let's frame it properly. Okay. Let's, let's not wink at evil. Mm-hmm. But let's also, you know, what are you gonna? What are you legitimately gonna teach your child when when you say they want to be? I don't know, Wally. 
I don't know why I'm thinking of Wally, Wally. right now, but you want I, I guess I'm thinking about that because I, I was a robot okay. one time. Okay. I dressed up. And my parents, we did we did trick or treat. And that's let me say this. <laughs> Gosh. It's just cam show today. This oh, is yeah, the cam yeah. show. Go. I like our, it. Our viewership is gonna tank after this one. Stop. Um but my dad, some of my, my favorite memories are walking around with John, Pastor John. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'm bringing him right into this. He's still the, Oh, John dresses up to this day. <laughs> John is Mr. Halloween. Him, <laughs> yes. Merbabe, the kids, Luke, Calvin, yeah. James, the whole nine yards. Yeah. And it family theme. <laughs> they spend a lot of money. Well, that he just I don't told know. me the other day his Amazon order came in. He was happy. Oh man, I need to find out what they're going to be. But I think last year they let the kids choose, and so it was like, "Mom's going to be a peanut butter sandwich, and Luke's <laughs> going to be an ant, or whatever." Um, but anyway, I love it. we would walk around with my dad on Halloween night, and mm-hmm. he'd be with us, and we would trick or treat. He's keeping a watchful eye. It's it's bonding time with him. But we also were not allowed to dress up as something scary. Nah, that's it. So there were, there were boundaries in place, and and I didn't know why, at the time. I don't know if my parents knew why. I think that there was there was probably a, a hesitance to be like the world. You know, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. How right. can we be separate, but still in it? How can we be different? Um, and to me, that made sense. It was like, okay, yeah, we're still going to do the, the Halloween thing. We're going to walk around. We're going to have fun. We're going to carve pumpkins. But we're not going to get really weird. We're not going to celebrate really dark. We're not going to celebrate murder, you right, know? Right, We're not going to celebrate evil. Um, we're going to do this right. Amen. It was kind of my takeaway. I didn't, know, I didn't really understand it at the time. Yeah. Uh, but now... I think I can weigh into that a bit more where it's like, yeah, we're going to do it, but we're going to do it right. We're going to show people how to do it well. We're not going to retreat from it. And that right there is where I believe is a wonderful landing spot. So let me, let me just pick that up. I have come to have a greater conviction than my earlier one, and that is, is that I am called not to retreat. And yet, whatever I put my hand to and that I'm part of as an agent of redemption or an agent of change, if you will, ministers of reconciliation, I want to step into it. Mm -hmm. And I want to step into it with eyes wide open. I want my children to step into it as as knowing why we have um, engaged this without without going too deep into it. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a point of diminishing returns when you're trying to parse out your case for Halloween. For me it gets very it's become very very simple. Mm-hmm. And that is is that though I'm in the world not of the world, I am still called to be the light to the world and those around me as I am um one saved by Jesus, that now I'm an ambassador for Jesus. We can go on and on and on about what we're called to. I remember me being a young kid and my parents saying, turn the lights out so nobody believes that we're home, so we don't have to be part of mm-hmm. and give candy out. And I, oh, and I never understood why other than this day is demonic. It, that wasn't enough for me. As I grew older, I was like, this is just weird. We'd mm-hmm. have to like leave the house because then people would find out they would know that we're home. 
Why? Because the car was still there, <laughs> yeah. and my friends in the neighborhood were like, this is so weird. Yeah. And I got tired of it to the point that I pushed against my parents to say, there's got to be more to it. All that said, now my, my baseline rule is with the kids, and, and now Asher, the only thing he, he takes is you know a heavy sweatshirt and a, and a pillowcase. <laughs> he wants all the candy. But, but it is, we will not dress in any darkness. It, it is, I want to keep it jovial and light. At the same time, not missing that Halloween in the Western world in our context, is just an over-commercialized holiday. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand you can tether its roots to centuries ago. And I understand that you can go back and forth with Samheim, Samheim or, or All Saints Day. At the end of the day, in the Western world, by and large, I understand there's pockets of you know, those that would attend the Ren Fest and one and one and one, you know, they really get boogie down with that. Mm -hmm. And and it gets dark and weird. For the for the, the, the common junior student kid, mm -hmm. it, it's it's a jovial day. And as a parent, I don't want to keep my kids from that. And I have come to find that as I walk the neighborhood or I sit in a fire in front of a fire pit in my yard. I have found I have had some of the richest conversations hmm. with other moms and dads that are walking around, holding their beer, talking to their friends, and then meet me. I'm always looking for the open door to say, hey, what's going on? Yeah. What's going on at a deeper level? To remove myself from it became the biggest conviction that the scripture says to the pure, all things are pure, but to the defiled, even your conscience is defiled. For me, I see it very pure. And I feel it. I, I feel very advocated in. I, I want my kids to run around and, and, and smile and laugh. And I want to engage the moms and dads that are on the sidewalk so as to be the light in the city on the hill. I want to use the opportunity that I feel very few settings allow for communal discussion like Halloween does. Your neighbors are literally opening their doors to you. Preach, Boots. Preach. If nothing else... This is a missional opportunity, and right? And that is how I view it. Not, not, when, el when else outside of it being neighborhood cleanup day or, or, you know, there's a dumpster at the end of the cul-de-sac that everybody can, you know, that, that you'll meet neighbors that you'll never meet before. Mm -hmm. I think Halloween presents an opportunity that we should look at through a real redemptive lens of, yeah. hey, let's go out there. And let's engage people. And just show yourself friendly. It doesn't mean that you need to go out there and track bomb yeah. and invite everybody that you meet to church. It just means go out there and show yourself friendly. Make a connection that that presents, that that night, evening presents, um, that, that, that can be really, really fruitful. And so now... I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to it. Last, not, not last year, the year before, I, I, I uh, dressed up as salt. No, I was pepper. I was pepper. Ruth was salt. Asher was cumin. Cumin. Yeah. It was a what? Hey. I thought you were going to be salt and she was going to be light. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Hey, that's a good one. There you go. That's a good one. There you go. But um, now I look at it with very clear conscience, with the purpose that God has called me to. I'm going to go out there. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. 87% of Americans plan to celebrate Halloween this year. Mm -hmm. That's far more than Christmas. 
Wow. Yes. Actually, the 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 second the second highest commercialized holiday in America is Halloween. Really? Only being outdone by what is that back is that is that Valentine's Probably Day? Valentine's yeah. Day. Um the average Halloween spending per household is people the average is over a hundred dollars. Really? Yeah, 108 I'm a, I'm bucks. I'm a cheapskate. <laughs> I know, I know. Now that's on everything. That's on little plastic, you know, you know, trick or treat buckets, yeah. and you know, little lanterns, little wreaths, and little pumpkins. The little, candy. Yeah, but more than a third, more than a third of Americans plan to spend between 100 to 500 dollars. Whoa. Yep, they're in debt. They're definitely in debt. <laughs> they're just racking up credit cards. Um, but. Uh, but it goes to show it is an opportunity that my kids are going to go out there. They're going to be light. They're going to be something funny. They're going to, it, it, the costume's going to be light fair. We're not going to get weird. Yeah. Don't you dare try to put fake blood on or look like a gremlin, goblin, something dark. Ain't mm-hmm. doing it. Um, and, uh, and I'm going to come back and I'm going to, I'm going to take most of their candy. <laughs> <laughs> Candy, it's a win-win across the board. Tax. Yeah. And then that's really the only reason why you support it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. But I, I like that, the matter of the conscience. And so we're, we're certainly not here to, yep. nope. to tell someone um, what their conscience should allow them to do. That's right. Um, but hopefully we've provided a little bit of context and um, maybe clarified that it's, it doesn't have to be an all-or-nothing approach. Amen. Um, yeah, and I just I think that there's something really cool about about that day in particular yep. um, that can lend itself to deeper conversations because of just the the air of you know hmm yeah there's there's something else out there maybe amen um, and I think people people wrestle with that without knowing mm-hmm. it and we can use that as an opportunity to cram them into a little box and share the gospel <laughs> after Scaremare. Hey maybe set up a little stage in your driveway. Oh just man, that would be so church weird. Service to culminate the evening. Yeah. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> cool. Well, let us know what you think, guys. Yeah. Uh, I know we, we said, said a lot. A said, said a lot indeed. <laughs> uh, but hopefully it was helpful. Uh, it was certainly enjoyable. Yeah, oh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. I always enjoy my time with you, Boots. Yeah, likewise. But you and I have never, we've never chatted about this before. No, so. we have not. No. Very interesting. So go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Simplexity Podcast. You can check us out on Spotify and Apple as well. And we appreciate you guys listening. Love you guys. What do we say, Simplexity fam? Thank you so very much for listening to this podcast. If you are listening and you do like it, I just want to encourage you to go ahead and like and review wherever you are listening from. We would so greatly appreciate it. And we love you guys.